Hey folks, Alex with a little pre-episode uh, thing here. I didn't realize until I went to edit, but I recorded the bumpers in the wrong mic. So it sounds very bad and the quality is not as good as normally as when I use the super smooth, cool mic. So that is why I'm so sorry about that. I promise I will never, ever screw up like that ever again. Love you guys. Enjoy this episode with the amazing Richard Ferguson. Welcome to Bundle Buddies. This is a podcast where we play through the itch.io bundle for racial justice and equality. My name is Alex Honnett. And my name is Eric Taylor Roth. The itch.io bundle for racial justice and equality was launched in June 2020 during the massive outcry for racial justice following George Floyd's murder by police. It has 1,741 items from 840 plus creators and it raised over $8 million. All proceeds were donated to the NAACP Legal Defense and Educational Fund as well as the Community Bail Fund. This is episode 36 and we have played 101 of the 1,365 playable games in the bundle. Thank you for joining us today. We've Hello, done it, Eric. We, we, we did it. We played a hundred games. We played one hundred. That's the games. full. That's the full bundle. We we've <laughs> accomplished our goal. Um, it's been one year, and we played a hundred games, and that's baby, all. Of it. That's the entire bundle. Maybe. Yeah, I think I'm an expert now. Mm. A video game expert. We've certainly played more games this year than I maybe have played in the last eight years total. Yeah, 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 yeah. I That's mean, pretty like, crazy to think we're, about. We're, we're going to, there's going to be a point where I will have doubled the number of games that I have played ever. <laughs> it, it, like, just through playing this bundle. Easily. Uh, which is pretty wild, I think. I don't. Th- I think the. I think it's going to happen pretty soon too. I can't, have you played a hundred video games total altogether in my life? Sure. I mean, like you know, like in my life, in my life, there's games that I haven't played. <laughs> what is that? Is that Coldplay? I honestly have no idea. Do you like any Coldplay songs? No. I like uh, "Fix You" and "The Scientist." I kind of, I yeah, I I don't really. Uh, this is not a podcast about Coldplay songs. Thank, Thank you God. for stopping by our Coldplay contest. Our Coldplay contest. Yeah, it's not a podcast about Coldplay. It's a contest. Um, Meet Chris Martin. There, uh, there was the first such ever itch.io Creators Day on Friday. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, Eric and I uh, posted a bunch of games that we. I mean, we posted. We had that Christmas episode, the holiday episode, was sort of like a gift guide thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we've played more games since then, and we haven't updated that list yet. So we just shared a bunch of our favorite games from the bundle. That we yeah, there's some crossover. There was some, mm-hmm. um, some, some uh, not crossover. But uh, yeah, check out our Twitters. Alex replied and Eric T. Roth. And um, that's yeah. where I post all of my Coldplay content. So you can check yeah, that out. Yeah. No problem. There's like a nice little list if you're if you're looking for if you're sitting around and you're like, what games should I play right now? Uh, that's a good one. That's a good yeah. list. You missed Creator Day, but don't uh, don't miss out on the list. But also check to make sure Creator Day when when Creator Day happens again. I got I spent like sixty bucks. I probably got like forty games. Like Ooh. 
the value on it just just absolutely insane. And yeah, they're not all you know. It's it's not all shivers or fix yous or scientists. There's probably some B side Coldplay tracks in there too. But you know, it's good stuff. Hey, what are you doing? What have you What have you done? Our guest this week is Rachel Ferguson. Uh, she is joining the Elite Second Timer Club of Bundle Leavers. She's a musician and artist based here in Los Angeles. She's amazing. Uh, it's such a fun episode. Very, Cause very cool. Is Rain City Rock Camp. Uh, their mission is to empower girls, women, and gender nonconforming individuals to engage their creative potential through music, champion equity, and thrive in a community of allies and activists. An incredible cause. You can find out more about them at www.raincityrockcamp.org or on Twitter at Rain City Rock. We donated, and if you donate, send proof to bundle underscore or just bundle buddies podcast at gmail.com. We'll shout you out in the ding dang show. Oh, yeah. This is a great one. I say we, we just get into it. What do you think? Let's roll into it. Chris Martin, play us out. Yeah. Uh, I think so. Maybe. Wow. Wow, really? Like a year, a whole year? No, 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 no. Like as as months. much fun as I'm ha- watching you guys. Yeah, it's been well, so we started recording stuff in like June. Oh, so maybe you were on in July. Okay, so it's what month is it now? May. May. <laughs> Almost. Ten, like months. ten months. Yeah, okay, yeah, cool. <laughs> I think you nailed it. Oh, holy shit. That's crazy. It's like a year. It's, I can't. I feel like this angle is terrible on me. Like, I'm. <laughs> I, just... I disagree. I think you look great. Uh, thanks. Thank you. I saw, I saw Eric in the, for the first time in like three months in person the other day. It was it pretty was wild. wild. Yeah. yeah. We didn't really know how to interact with one another. I disagree. We were... I thought we had a really nice conversation. oh shit oh fuck oh god my new thing is just gonna be uh like people are gonna be like sorry i was so awkward and i'll be like i didn't think you were awkward what do you so like was it something i did you know just like being totally obnoxious and not giving any grace for what we've just all been through i think that's gonna be super cool people are gonna love me i no i don't think i i was kidding that we didn't know what to do with one another it's okay funny. cool because i had a, i had a lot of fun oh my god this is too much uh let's let's talk to rachel please <laughs> please don't talk to me how Alex? are you all how bundle buddies doing i'm i'm so stoked to be on today oh Dude, it's great to back. have you i the bundle buddies have been doing well it's been we're near 100 games right yeah this is this this uh, episode we're at like oh, 101 this yeah this is it <gasps> This is our official 100 game episode. Whoa. Uh-uh. Yeah. Swear to God. Wow. yeah. We played 100 video games. <laughs> Which is, it's so funny too, because like if I was going to have an, like, an episode, like these are the three kinds of games that I would want to play to talk about this bundle. Because I think this is like shows both the promise and the treachery of the itch.io bundle in so many ways. Uh, yeah, I'm stoked to. You know what? It's funny, Rachel. So you're this. You're the our second uh, guest, like return guest. So, so I we you know like I feel like we've talked a little bit about like your your sort of like early gaming experience. But but what games have you been playing? You know, over the past uh, year, almost a year. Yeah. 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 Almost what's... a year. So I've I've kind of moved on from Raft, even okay. though, and House Slipper, 
uh-huh. think that's what I've been like. Those were my two deals that I was playing. And then I downloaded, I've been doing a lot of like really odd pass the time by downloads on my phone. Oh, okay. Like what? So I've been doing, so there's a new one that I've gotten called, it's a puzzle game, you know, where it's, I'm addicted to like puzzle games where, you know, you're, you're dropped in some place and you have to figure out like why you're there and then get out of the place. Uh, place. Okay. So like escape rooms, escape room style. It's sort of escape room style. Yes, basically. And so one of them's called, um, through abandoned. And that was, that was really nice. Uh, I got that off of the Google play store. It was only like three bucks or something. So I was just like, I'll do it. But it's really, it's really nice. It's really fun to play. I like the, it's 2d art. So I really like the art style of it. Mm. And that's really fun. Is it and like then, a? Is it kind of like point and clicky or? Yeah, it's okay. a point and clicker basically. Mm-hmm. Point and click puzzle, escape the room style. Nice type of deal. So you're gathering information to objects in there that unlock other pieces of information that allow you exactly. to with different parts of the environment. Yeah, great. Is exactly. It, is it spooky? Is it spooky? No. Okay. It's not spooky. <sighs> Thank God. It's not spooky. It's not like. Rusty Lakes games, their stuff's spooky, um, but fun spooky. But their their stuff's kind of spooky. Um, I think you talked about them last time. This is I reminding did. me is that you had like the best handle on like cool indie games, that, like <laughs> that we wanted to play last time because I think you it was either you or Joe who told us about Pony Island. Oh yeah, do you know that? Was it you? Joe told you about Pony Island. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. Um, because we played this game called The Hex, which yeah, is by the, the the dude that did Pony Island, and that game ruled. That game was mm-hmm. awesome. Because like Pony Island, sort of like a like an eight bit style, what thirty two bit style type of game. Yeah. And yeah, that's I've I've watched gameplays of Pony Island. It's kind of it's kind of fun and creepy at the same time. Yeah, that game. I so I've only watched like the preview for it, but it looks cool. And after playing Hex, which is like, uh, it kind of it's sort of like, did you play Sega and Super Nintendo growing up? Because here are all of the different genres of Sega and Super Nintendo games. Yeah. Like, enjoy, have fun. Uh, but then also like you know it gets screwy and meta and the the story is it's like canterbury tales meets like (laughs) yeah it's crying of lot 49 yeah exactly yeah (laughs) yeah it's uh yeah i like those those meta games where it's just all like uh check your check your file folder (laughs) haha yeah exactly go on to this website here (laughs) um yeah, I, those those games are really fun. Yeah, Pony Island and uh, freaking was it Undertale kind of has that type of yeah, style. Yeah, sure, sure. Ooh, what's uh, Undertale? Oh man, it's a really Undert- cool RPG. Yeah, yeah, it's a cool, it's a cool, yeah, it's RPG, basically. And uh, you know, you take turns, you know, battling whatever opponent comes. Uh, but you're you're playing these two very different type style of characters one's one's just like a regular person one's the bully of that person 
oh, but then cool. you guys have to team up basically oh that's cool through. yeah I'm, i think i'm getting that right right i think I'm i right. i i have to admit i've never played it i've watched like the first maybe 20 minutes of a playthrough and the first 20 minutes kind of rocks your shit a little bit and like, it does lets you know like what's going to be happening in the game it's like <laughs> oh this is not like does the game start bullying thing. you like it starts just up top in some you ways <laughs> you kind of are yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. It trolls you. yeah it trolls you it definitely does and <laughs> the music for it's really cute too cool um okay what else sorry you you were about to explain what else you've been playing i think right oh yeah <laughs> Uh, so yeah so uh <laughs> our our other friend my my other bandmate in pink lotion the band mm-hmm. that i'm in um uh eric and joe his lovely lovely man they gifted us their ps4 to play with wow so because they because they you know they fancy and they got the ps5 so <laughs> Uh, so we've been playing uh, a lot of interesting games. Uh, I played Coffee Talk for the yeah. first time, and that was a really interesting game. Um, you're 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 in a fantasy style version of Seattle. Like, okay, Seattle, I didn't I didn't make that connection. Like, what a perfect game for you, right? Yeah, I know, right? So it's yeah, it's super. It's it's funny how it how how they all talk to each other too. I think it's really odd, but it's it's super it's super funny. So it's Seattle, but like people people are either like orcs or elves or like succubi or you know <laughs> nymphs of some sort or fairies. You know, they're it's really interesting, and uh, you make them coffee and you listen to their to their stories or their relationships with each other and stuff like that. That's it's really, it's awesome. really cute. Yeah. Uh, is Frasier there? I wish. <laughs> if Frasier is there, he's probably uh, in the form of like a satyr. Yeah. He's, like I wouldn't be surprised Frasier. if there was like a Frasier, a Frasier inspired character at some point in the game. I also <laughs> played coffee talk for a little bit and was really enjoying it. But like, you're totally right. There's something about the way they talk to each other that I was just like, I am just like having a hard time getting into this. And you also really have to remember what people order, which for me, I was just like, I'm not a good uh, barista. I couldn't do the job. I keep on fucking up and they get mad at me and I was losing the game. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, I've been coming here forever. How could you not know? I want a, you know, a mocha latte with skim milk. (laughs) Rachel, did you ever play Neocab? Uh, I'm sorry. What did you ever play? Uh, Neo Cab? No, I thought you said Hell Cab. I'm like, yeah, I played play Hell Cab. You ever play Hell Cab? What what's Hell Cab? I've never what's, heard what's of Hell Cab. Hell Cab? <laughs> Hell Cab is this old old game that I used to play on my Macintosh computer, like in oh, like '98, '97. Oh. It's an old game. No, not even like way before then, like at least '90 '96. And so on a CD-ROM, and you you go you go in a cab. And you have to go through different uh, uh, points of time what? and survive them. Whoa! In different ways, yeah. <laughs> it's it's so funny. I wish. Oh God, I hope someone like has a playthrough of it 
on YouTube so you can see it because it's so stupid. But I haven't done NeoCab. What's NeoCab about? NeoCab is it's like not nearly as interesting as Hellcab. It sounds no, like it's not. It's it's set in the oh this looks Hellcab looks absolutely insane. It's just like an FMV kind of thing. Yeah. Oh yes. weird. Yeah, it is. It has like video. <laughs> There is a playthrough. I'm uh, I'm gonna watch this playthrough. We'll follow back up. <laughs> I might do that after. I'm like just to relive the nostalgia of that crazy game. This guy looks wild too. He's like a weird uh, sort of like Nicolas Cage looking motherfucker, like I driving know, the Hellcab. Right? Handsome yeah. man. Um, Neo Cab is it's a it's like a it's set in the not too distant future kind of a thing where there's like. Like it's kind of like talking about the gig economy in interesting ways where you are driving your car to make enough money to kind of like get established in like a new city. But one of your friends who has been there before, who's like your friend slash lover, like it's very complicated, all this stuff going on. So there's all these questions of identity and you pick up people and then have conversations with them, learn more about sort of the larger world and also have to keep like your rating up uh, in this oh thing. God. So you can't piss people off too much because then they'll give you a lower rating and if you get too low of a rating, you lose the game kind of a thing. Oh, no. But you're on, it's it's a real intense kind of game. But it reminded me of this. It's the same kind of thing. It's like that sort of service industry uh, gig worker conversation game where you need to remember details and try to anticipate how your actions are going to make someone feel. You know, it's this really uh, heady kind of like style of game or like genre that's going on right now. Oof, that sounds too much like work. What's I what is the. Who is the audience for a game like that? Is it people that that are like driving Ubers and Lyfts sort of like during the day and they come home? Or is it for like kids that think that like Ubers and Lyfts are, are going to be cool once they can finally like get a gig? No, this game, this game says that Ubers and Lyfts are, are bad for society and evil. So it's <laughs> certainly not for like pro folks. But I think it's, I don't know, It's I think it's asking a lot of interesting questions about society more than anything else. It's a sci-fi game, you know? It's like, by slightly tweaking the details of our current world, it's like, oh, I could see how we would wind up here. And I am, I have some kind of distance from it because it's not explicitly, like, my reality right now. I can maybe think, like, a little more critically about the direction we're going in. I... Yeah, I I've never played. I never got into like the burger flipping games. Like you know what I'm talking about. Like any oh, any of like those. Oh, time management and inventory management games. <laughs> I mean, I have, but they have to be about like, you know, like you're Sexy on a sexy cosplay cafe <laughs> cafes. Uh, whipped and steamy cosplay cafe. We played uh, a game that was uh, all about like running cosplay cafes and like sort of getting real horny and like earning like custom <laughs> horny art from like your patrons and stuff like that oh my god what is this it's I Stevie. it was wild to play to be totally honest we spent what? the whole episode trying to be like we're three straight dudes like not trying to kink shame anyone but what a game <laughs> you know what i mean like i love it i love it i mean like that's those are like the games that like the like the not I was about to say like be my daddy, but like you know, it's like those games where you're like you're you're a dude and you're trying to hook up and and like there's these really cute hot guys and they're all like really nicely drawn and you have to like engage with them. Oh like, yeah, like uh, or... Dream Daddy, right? That's Dream what it's called. Daddy, that's yeah, it. That's the one. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> well, this there's hilarious to me. There's this kind of like weird thing that's going on with itch.io right now, which we'll probably talk about in in a bumper, right? Like, yeah, I think I think on Monday we'll definitely bring it up. But um, so we will have already brought it up to the list, but so the listener will hear about it. But it's happening right now where Apple has purchased epic games and epic games had purchased itch.io no 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 or epic games was hosting itch.io games apple was said to epic games you have to here's some things you have to change or else we're going to kick you off the app store and epic was like uh fuck you like we're not going to change that stuff we're taking a stand sort of a thing you Mm -hmm. know so like go ahead and kick us off but if you kick us off we're going to sue you because that's like horrible monopoly practices you're engaging in. Apple's like, all right, so we're suing each other. So they sued each other. And one of the points that Apple brought up was that Epic Games hosted the itch.io app on, okay. on the Epic App Store. So it's not they're hosting uh, specifically the like itch's library of games. It's like you can download the itch app through Epic okay. uh, as this thing. And by saying that, by doing that, on itch there's a lot of extremely graphic unspeakably nasty games well i there's yeah so <laughs> pornographic in, in the words of the of apple's lawyers right yeah right. yeah yeah. and they are like I, they're like user created you know these like saucy games we've yet to you we've yet to play a game that has like really <laughs> When you guys do an adult game show, I want to be doing it. I want to. I want to <laughs> play. I want to play like the strip poker, uh, Cthulhu game or whatever. <laughs> I, want, I want to do it. I like. There's so many stupid games out there. Like there's this one game that I saw Markiplier play. I think Markiplier played it or someone else played it, where like you're a toilet. Wait, no, you have to have sex with the toilet and it has to be done in a really, <laughs> a really good way. <laughs> like you're judged on how good you sex this toilet. <laughs> like, it's so funny to me. I'm like, it's like, it's like near, like, it's basically Chuck Tingleverse type of like oh, gameplay. And I, so I'm funny. into it. I just think it's so funny. Oh my God. Um, I love that and I think so it's, much. I think it's also funny that like, Apple is such a prude about these things. Totally. Like, what are they afraid of? What are they afraid of? Well, like, that's the thing. It's extremely disingenuous. You know what I mean? Because they don't actually give a fuck about it. It's, you know, like it's just for them. It's just like a strategy to like play this sort of moral leverage to try to get what they want, uh, even the concessions out of Epic, you know, so that they uh, can do whatever they want and like own the app space a little more. Ugh, gross dumb dumb gross you can like find it takes it, it that's like, like being like well on your phone on safari you can google just like the most horrific shit in the world and find that there so maybe you're maybe you shouldn't have safari anymore eric here's my question for you are you a lawyer because that's exactly the <laughs> counter defense i think the epic games folk used was just oh like my god am i a lawyer are you a lawyer? Can is you that, answer? Is that like, is it kind of like, you know, like a sword in the stone kind of thing where I just discovered that I'm a lawyer? This is yeah. like, we need to have a lawyer game that you can play because you'll be so good at it. Oh, if oh, I, I have one for you if you want to play it. It's called play- Aviary Attorney. 
Is that like it's, Harvey Birdman, attorney at law? Basically, you're a bird. You live in like a you live like in an animal society, like in like in France, and like you do law. You're like a detective. You're like a detective. Is it aviary detective, aviary attorney? I think it's aviary attorney. Uh, I'll find it and I'll send it to you because it's really cute. It's super cute. Uh, that's a chance great. to practice Parisian bird law at long last. Yeah. <laughs> uh, can I also have sex with a toilet in it? Yes. I <laughs> hope so. Finally, finally, a game where I can be a lawyer and a bird and have sex with a toilet. Uh, okay, we totally interrupted you as we were getting going through like the games that you're playing right now. Please continue. Oh, please, yeah. Please. yeah. <laughs> you need to know more. <laughs> Wait, did we even get to the second game that you've been playing? No, I don't think so. I don't even know. I don't even know. No, no, no. no. Okay, okay, The second game I've been playing is texting. I'm sorry. I thought I was going to do a joke, and then I just... (laughs) I think you did a joke. Uh, No, no, no. Um, So so on PS... That's right, PS4. PS4. Mm. I've been playing uh, uh, the Agatha Christie's Poirot. Because I love like cool. these games where you Prawo I'm I'm saying it wrong because I don't speak French. He's like Sorry. the European detective. Yeah, he's like the he's like the French Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Oh, okay. I know okay. I know who you're talking and, about. And then and so there's a lot of masterpiece theaters on PBS about him. <laughs> and now there is a video game. <laughs> is he is he does he have a limp? Yeah, he has like a, a a weird walk. Okay, but I don't know if it's that that's the way they animate him in the. Because I game. I think I that Camille, who I talk about on the show, apparently too much. Uh, my Not wife too much, but you're definitely a wife guy. We've established that. I've just she's the only person I've spoken to in <laughs> for a year in in real face face to face. We've we've been we've spent time together. Uh, but I, she's like really into like the Agatha Christie, you know, like universe. She would know this. She knows this then. And it's possible that we've watched uh, a Perot show together or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Perot show. The Perot show. show. What's the, what's the game like? Is it like, um, what was that? The LA Noir? Is it Ooh, LA Noir. Well, it's, I, it's not as, um, it's not like L.A. Noir in which, like, L.A. Noir, you, because Rockstar did L.A. Noir, am I correct? Yeah, that's yeah. right. So, uh, where, like, there's a lot of, like, uh, chasing and shooting and sure. you know, all that stuff. But you do interview people. Cool. You do engage in, in like, whether they're like being truthful or you you answer them a certain way so they can talk to you in a certain way okay and tell you more about things uh the mystery that's happening right now in this game is this person is a serial killer and they kill by abc so they started with a and there the next person is a B named person. The next person is a C named person, and oh my god, all that stuff. And so you're just like basically they're like going through the alphabet at this rate, and I'm like, are we going to catch this person because like, <laughs> the alphabet's about to be done in a second? So like, 
<laughs> it was odd to me. But um, so I'm playing that. And then also we're playing, um, Steve and I, we're taking turns playing Maneater. What's okay. that? Maneater, you get to be a shark. Oh, I have. Oh, yeah, I've, yeah, I've, yeah. I've yeah. watched Ray Gordon play this game. Our buddy Ray, uh, a so former bumper. That is a cool game. Yeah. Oh, how far? What what like world are you in right now? Right now, uh, the shark. She's still a teenager, but we okay. almost got her to adult status. Um, <laughs> she's killed a couple of hunters already. Nice, nice. Um, but we haven't gotten to the first um, face off with the Cajun dude yet. Cool. I mean, or at least a second face-off, because the first face-off is when you get scarred and it kills your mom, right? And then the second Oh my god. <sighs> yeah. This it's, game sounds scary. It's, no, it's so funny. It's so funny. Who does the voice for, someone does the voice as the, uh, oh god, he, he was on SNL, and he does, he does the voice. For, like, the, for as the, the narrator? narrator? Yeah. Uh, who is it? Not, not Chris Parnell. Is it Chris Parnell? No, it's someone like Chris Parnell. Let's just say. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna okay. look this up. All right. Like I, seriously, it's gonna bother me. I'm gonna go. Do, do, Chris Parnell. Do, it is Chris Parnell. Oh, I was right. You nailed it. You were right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I don't. Who's, guys, who's Chris Parnell? He's the other Lazy Sunday guy. Yeah, Lazy Sunday, Chronicles of Narnia. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I know who you're talking about. <laughs> I so love he does Lazy the, the voice in that. The voice acting in that is really good. It's funny. Yeah, it's and a. It's fun when you can beat all the humans too. It's yeah. <sighs> It's cool. That's a cool game. Uh, are there? So, did you just sort of end up with like a treasure trove of PS4 titles? No, because we had to start our own profile. Uh, so, um, but that's okay. I'm, we're we're cool with it. Um, I think I'm kind of hesitant. Well, at first, I wanted to buy the forest because I wanted to learn the game mechanics of it and everything before the sequel sons of the forest comes out later this year i think okay what's the forest and like the forest is a survival horror game oh cool <clears throat> and uh basically you you and your son crash lands in uh this forest type biome okay that's loosely based off of like the Pacific Northwest biome in a way. Okay. And um, there's a theme developing some, here. A, a exactly. And theme going on. Look, I don't know why I'm attracted to them, but I am. <laughs> and, uh, and then your son gets taken away and you have to find your son and battle cannibals that live in that area. And Whoa. these cannibals, there's something unnatural about them. Hmm. So, and you have to craft, you have to, like, hunt for food, you have to make your own weapons, your own oh. crude weapons, I should say. And you are, or are not playing as Frasier? You're not Frasier <laughs> this time! <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, Frasier would not last well <laughs> in that whole Cannibals! Video. Quotidian cannibals! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, I can see Frasier giving good advice to cannibals. Maybe don't eat your mother. Maybe eat something <laughs> else. Uh, Frasier Crane signing off. I just, I just think it's super odd that, first of all, I was just like, they're in such a very lush and, and animal populated area. <laughs> like, why would you eat each other? <laughs> it doesn't make sense to me. But... <laughs> Then the further you go into the story, it makes sense. I don't want to give anything away to people who haven't played it yet, but um, it's definitely some, if you're into if you're into survival and crafting, um, and uh, um, just plain of uh, uh, body horror, oh. then I would definitely look into the forest. That's cool. the only time I experience body horror is when I look in the mirror after oh. a shower. Oh. Alex, no. I'm telling Frazier Crane to put that in his pipe and smoke it. You know what I mean? <laughs> There's another game, Rachel, uh, that uh, for another former guest has recommended very, very highly, The Long Dark. Another horror, or not oh, even horror, yeah. just another survival game. Uh, Alicia. Yeah, Alicia's uh, big into that. She bought yeah. it for me for like Christmas, I think, also. And then yeah. I, I still have played, played it. Yet, it. But no, I've been thinking about it. It looks super hard. I it's know, on PS4. It's 30 bucks. It's, you know, so it's not a full price game, but it's a little expensive. But it's, I've been screwing around with it a little bit. It's very fun. She swears by it. She's a big yeah. fan. I, and and it does feel like that kind of like it almost feels not dissimilar from like neocab right where it's like putting your putting yourself in the position to like have to do work right yeah. like it's it's i mean like obviously like the long dark kind of work is like collect wood so you could build a fire so a bear doesn't eat you right now yeah, right you gotta or, grind yeah but it does feel that same kind of like you know pick up your passenger and try to get your rate up so that like it's just a little bit too like rachel what what do you think draws you to these kind of like survival games like what about i don't it? know i absolutely i think it's i think it's like because it's like i don't know when i play when i play minecraft um i think the the most fun thing is the crafting part uh-huh. and and being able to make certain things and being able to have like that free form of making things and building things how you want them to be built on like this a modular level uh-huh. and uh and i think that's what attracted me to raft and and also what attracted me to like uh games like stranded deep mm-hmm. um I'm I'm I have to survive, I have to grind, but also I'm making all these really cool things at the same time. That's cool. Uh it, it's 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 giving me the fantasy of like I can totally take care of myself when in actuality if I got dropped <laughs> wild, I would be screwed. I would be completely screwed. It's creation with stakes, you know? It's like, it doesn't matter. It's, it's not just like building something for the shit of it. It's like, no, you're building something because otherwise these guys are going to come and take your son again and then maybe eat you, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and also, I, I also think it's also because, like, uh, uh, shows like Survivor and shows like... Um, naked and afraid definitely like influence how i like 
think about those sort of things because first of all, I would never ever go on any of these shows and I think the people who go on them are crazy. <laughs> absolutely insane thinking that you would be an alpha predator in <laughs> Absolutely insane. There's no way. There's we we have we have devolved into what we are now. Yeah. We are creatures of comfort. There's the people who are all like, I'm into bushcraft and I can I can live off of trickery for three weeks. And like, <laughs> I'm like, no, that's why. I found a I found a dead mouse outside of our apartment on Friday, and I was like, I had to. <laughs> that was too much for me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you see, I, you know, I saw I saw a dead mouse. So, I yeah. saw a dead mouse and was like, I got, I'm, I have to eat this yeah. to survive. You know what I mean? Like, and I got, I got a really bad tummy ache and I missed work, and so things are going bad for me. Not, please don't put me out in the wilderness. <laughs> it's so it's like seriously, I but I can't stop watching those shows. I mean, oh like, yeah, like right now, like Naked and Afraid is doing their uh uh. uh double not double xl but xl challenge where it's like they get a group of people and they do 60 days twice as naked twice as afraid <laughs> and it's so bad i'm like Ugh. why are you doing this like two of the dudes got like this fungus on their nuts now <laughs> <laughs> so like you can't go into the swamp you have to keep it dry and they're like damn i can't hunt and my stuff's all angry at me and i'm like oh <laughs> my god that's so i saw there was something on twitter the other day that was like the person naked and afraid who accidentally like shat herself and then washed it off <laughs> the short lady the short yeah. lady <laughs> oh my god so happy you saw that meme uh, alex i'm so happy you saw that meme like seriously i have i was by myself when i watched that episode and no one to confide in oh that's no so funny she shart herself like, oh i shart myself i'm just gonna wipe it off over here and the guy with her was like please don't wipe your ass in our water source <laughs> it's okay it's just a little bit He's oh like, don't don't wipe yourself in our water source. That's our water source. <laughs> and she did it. She did it. Uh, and then the next day, the fish that was in that water source were all belly up and dead. They were all oh, dead. No. And it looked absolutely disgusting. It was oh, so no. nasty. Oh, no. The fish ate her shark. Sorry. And also, yes. Because, because it just, uh, sorry, sorry, Bundle Buddies fans, but I have to let you know, human poop doesn't decompose right away. Mm. It takes a good, it takes a good, like, six months to a year. Whoa. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's a long time to be both naked and afraid. There you go. <laughs> that's so gross. And that's, that's so and, and that's how I feel about survival horror games. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know if you can shart in the long dark. I don't know if that's like a possibility for you in that game, but I, I games don't have enough pooping in them. I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
how's your nut fungus doing, Alex? Honestly, pretty bad. <laughs> I would like to say it's never been worse, but that's a lie. Okay, mm. here we go. Played three games this week as per usual. They were Pet the Puppet the Party, Circuit Infinity, and Interactive Portraits Trans People in Japan. Why don't we start with Pet the Pup at the Party from Will Herring, a 3D arcade first-person low-poly art game. Description, you're at a house party. You do not know anybody, but legend tells you of a very good puppo hiding somewhere in this house. The clock is ticking, and you're out, running out of small talk. Can you find the pup at the party? Uh, pretty? I mean, we've played a it. lot of... Yeah. yeah, we've played a lot of, like, really sort of small, singularly focused games in this bundle, and a lot of the time they are disappointing for some reason or like not a lot of fun or they execute on the idea, but you're like, whatever this game was not that. Like if every jam game was this succinct and like simple and well executed, like, you know, uh, what a wonderful world that would be. You know what I mean? It reminded me of, um, crazy taxi. Did you ever play crazy? Like it was just sort of like, this is what this is, right? Like crazy taxi. You're driving around in a taxi and you're, you know, like picking people up or whatever, but, and it's pretty like contained in that way. And this game was like fun like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm just looking for a puppy. I got to get around all these, these cool people at this party. <laughs> it was awesome. It was very relatable. It was very <laughs> relatable in terms of like, especially, I feel like, especially in terms of like how people are right now in this moment, with getting back into socialization. Oh, yeah. Um, you, you just don't feel like, like, what am I going to talk to you about? There's a dog, though. I'm going to touch it. <laughs> and I, 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 all I have to say is, like, it's, it's, it's a really tight, well-done, unity-based game. Um, uh, I, <laughs> I did five pups, 52 rooms, and talked to 18 people within wow. a good time frame nice and then after that it says i went home and watched old game shows and i'm like this is so me <laughs> <laughs> i thought it was funny that like every person well so this i think it's you are so right that it is relatable because it reminded me of being 18 at University of Illinois and not drinking. Like the first like year that I was in college, I was like this, actually like the first three years I was in college, I was like straight edge punk. And then like every party seemed miserable. It was just like, <laughs> I don't know anybody. I'm sober as fuck. This is a hell, this is a hellscape. And then once I started drinking, it was like, oh, okay. Like parties kind of rule. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but yeah, I I related to that so much. And I think we've also played a lot of games where like it'll be a game like it'll it'll say the title will be like this is a game about anxiety, right? Or something like that. And this is maybe one of the first games that we played that feels like an accurate representation of anxiety, right? Like this is <laughs> like quite possibly one of the best representations of anxiety in a video game that we've encountered so far well it, it's funny too because in terms of re this is not a game that i'd say you'll go back to again and again and again because once you've played through the first time you play through like there's only maybe like three types of room so 
you keep on encountering these different arrangements, different types of rooms with doors that come off of it. And you listen to dog barks to try to track them down. You're walking through a thing. And because it's a timer, you're not encouraged to really take in your surroundings that much. You're trying to move very, very quickly. Mm -hmm. So there is a lot of really cool character art, but you're not encouraged to really interact with it or engage with it or, or like have any thoughts about it. Right. However, because there's so little going on in the game, you can go back and play through again and just spend a playthrough looking at the people and talking to them briefly um, and having this sort of weird like mumble conversations very quickly. Wait, can uh, you actually like talk to them? It just seemed like every no, time I no, tried to no. talk to somebody, they like swore at me. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. They just go like, blah, 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 blah. And then that's it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like asterisk pound but, sign so having said that i think your point is really right because like you're stuck at a place where everyone is mumbling and you don't want to talk to anyone you can't even understand them and every room looks the same and you're just repeating it over and over again until you finally find the little doggy you know like <laughs> what a wonderful representation of anxiety of social anxiety that's really great and i think uh, i really appreciate how they did have like the different types of people who would be at that party. <laughs> yeah exactly like the overly enthusiastic yoga mat lady or like <laughs> the dude with the guitar singing yep. doing, I remember like, the dude doing with the guitar like i can't like why like i i loved i loved that like the smarmy you know smarty pants with the with the the mustaches the little like like the pencil sign mustaches like do you all think i should really i should get into didgeridoo yeah <laughs> for me that's a didgeridoo definitely <laughs> oh no um, i got fungus on my didgeridoo <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I got fungus on my didgeridoo dongle right there. <laughs> <laughs> that the, the like the way that this this apartment is set up is like truly terrifying. I like these apartment that you're wandering through in this place. Like it felt, oh, yeah, it just felt so like endless in a this crazy way. Like, where is this apartment? I thought that was pretty neat how the developers did that. Um, yeah. Yeah. where it's like it could go on forever it's yeah like, totally. when you said developers i like my brain went to like the developers of the apartment like the, yes, the... <laughs> the i thought it was pretty great how the landlord sort of spaced this place out uh, um yeah. well what do we so let's let's go through uh rachel what do you think are you a pass or a play it, it's a pass if you're if you're bored do it it's really cute <laughs> Wait, wait, it, wait, wait. You mean that, play? Oh, I'm sorry. It's a pass to play. Wait, hold wait, on. Wait, a pass a or pass. a play? Either you want to play it or you're going to oh, give it a play pass. Play it, play it. <laughs> play it. Sorry. I, 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 for, for, I don't know why. I, I, I was thinking of like Monopoly terms. Like, go ahead, pass, go. You want to play. <laughs> no, 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 you want to play this game. You yeah, play I love it. that. <laughs> sorry, guys. I was like, "What a twist! Such a positive." <laughs> yeah. We were all gushing about it for so long. It's like, "Oh, I'm a definite, I'm a definite pass. Don't, <laughs> not worth your time. We had fun with it, but it's not for anyone else other than us in the moment." <laughs> I'm gonna give this one uh, bout of nut fungus, and I am a pass. <laughs> oh. So uh, Eric, what do, you, what, yeah. what do you think? Yeah, I'm a play. I think you're right, Alex. That it's like. 
you know, it's this is a very quick play. It's a very, mm. you know, like it's your it doesn't have very much you can really sink your teeth into, but um uh, you know, like it's fun. You're looking around to find a pup at a party to pet. Like you you can't really say that much bad about it. And then I do no. think like like I said, like you know, we've played games where it says that it's about anxiety, but I don't necessarily see that like represented in a kind of like like shown way and this game feels like like demonstrating you know this this anxiety that is both relatable and then both like amplified for the purpose of the game and i think it's very clever in that sense so so kudos to to the developers on on that and uh i am also a play we talked a little bit about i think we play a lot of jam games that are very simple and like just sink their teeth into one idea and try to flesh that out a lot. And I'm usually like evaluating it either on, was it fun to play or do they succeed in fleshing it out? This is one of those rare runs that is both fun to play and they succeeded in fleshing it out. So uh, if everything was this direct and captured exactly what they were going through so well, you know, maybe I'd like to play more jam games more often. So definitely a play, check it out, pet the pup at the party and we will pet you right back. I don't know what that means. Okay. Next up. We played Circa Infinity no, by Kenny no, Sun. No, 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 no. We're going to stick with this, Alex. What did you just say? We were going to pet people right back? Okay. <laughs> Spoiler alert. I'm trying to I'm trying to be a, a doggy petting folks. This is all getting cut out of the podcast. Take you back to a whipping steamy yeah. cafe. Yeah, seriously. Okay. Uh, next game we played was Circa Infinity by Kenny Sun, a 2D platformer art game. Description, Circa Infinity is a brain-melting circular platformer by Kenny Sun with a pulse-pounding soundtrack by Jack and Jim Fay. It is a cool freaking game. Like, what a wild game. Um, that We've been playing... So there's a game in the bundle that we haven't gotten to yet, but it, you know... it. Th- this game reminds me of playing a musical instrument in a lot of ways. Huh. Because, because there's a game called Celeste that is in the bundle that a lot of people played over the last couple of years. Very, very cool game. I think by that game is all timing and uh, button mashing kind of thing, like timing it to correct time, the correct string of things to do it. And so in that way, that's like music. This is like music in that the way the core mechanic of the platforming operates, you have to like rewire your brain to be able to move the right kind of way. Yeah. Which I feel like is the same way when you're trying to get your hands to do things like separately when you're playing music, it kind of feels that way. And this is coming from someone who is not a musician. Uh, yeah, so it, it sounds like you're not a musician. Yeah, it, so this is exactly the reason why I never got into music was because <laughs> I could not do this thing. Um, so, uh, but this game fucking rules. This is so fun. Uh, what did you guys think? Go for it. Um, definitely it's it it it, at first i was like what's going on because i was just like pushing whatever button it told me to push to start it and then bam i was in it Mm. (laughs) but it's very intuitive yeah and i appreciated that i appreciate it being intuitive for it to be of a very rhythm based Mm -hmm. game um and so that was really fun and i liked how you know, uh, it's it at first was all like, okay, I feel like I can get this, and then you started to get into like a 
a mode where like the further you went down into it and and the 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 more it got complicated but it was very beautiful to look at mm-hmm. and then also to yeah. listen to um and also the the music is amazing i love that score yeah. um um I, i'm trying to think of like what it reminded me of yeah i um i don't know that i necessarily had a I feel like we've played now a couple of these kind of radial games, mm-hmm. right? And sometimes sometimes they just straight up make me dizzy and sick. And this didn't do that. And I think because you were kind of like, you had a point that you were focusing on kind of sort of around it, right? But um, it's very like two-dimensional and like, you know, very like, like, you know, eight bit sort of like platformer, but because it's cyclical, I it, they do a lot of really cool stuff with it, right? The Once- way the game the way the game works is you are in a you're you're basically jumping between it's it's like a it's sort of like a tower game where you are jumping to like the next level up to get things, but it's mm-hmm. you're in a circle. So there's the plane is always round, and when you jump up to the next thing, you're in the new like new circle interior kind of a thing and there are enemies they start to play with different things where enemies can pass between circles and pass between like different like kinds of types of enemies that are at different sort of like height levels that you can either jump or like move beneath or they operate in different times and so you the game one of the things i really love is that this game with the music and the art and everything is encouraging you to play as fast as possible so much but that is that's not what the game is at all like it really benefits from playing slow and being smart and figuring out what it is before you then have to move very very quickly but it's not one of those games that's just all kinetic free action just like running the whole time kind of a thing or you'll run into a wall almost immediately if you play it that way i agree um i died less when i took my time Mm -hmm. and figured out the patterns Especially when it started to introduce like the flying and demons at the same time. Yeah. Flying yeah. demons and the walking demons at the same time. And then when it started to when they started to go in between planes. Right. And then that's when I was just like, Okay, I need to really remember wh- where where I can go on the WASDA and then also where they're going. And um then I was able to go further and further and die less. Yeah, I also the like the direction there's like an, an a counterintuitiveness about like what directions you're going to be pressing and what direction you're going to kind of yes. go, right? Because like you're pushing left and that means you're going clock or counterclockwise and you push right and that's going clockwise, but if you're at the bottom and you push right, right? Like that means you're going left. And so like it does do that uh like yeah, they say brain melting, but <laughs> brain well, that, rewiring. And that's that's like... what it felt like. That's why it felt like music to me. It's like trying to get one hand on the piano to do one thing while the other hand does the other thing. And oh, as a no. person who's never played music no. before. I, Alex, I think you would actually be really good at music. You know, I've been trying, but um, for some reason, my nut fungus on the chair just doesn't work out. <laughs> what, on the chair? Yeah, I just can't. I can't sit. I can't sit for long enough to be able to play it. Oh, what do we think? Are we a pass or play on this one? A play. There we go. (laughs) Definitely a play for me. 
Um, I mean, I don't really tend to go to for these types of like rhythm based games, but I feel that um, if you are into that type of game, this this style is really really cool and and definitely get into it. You you would love it. Um, God, there was another game that it feels like. I, I was about to say Goragoa, but that's not the game I was I was thinking about. It's something like that that reminds me of this game. But yes, definitely a play. Play for me. Uh, I'm a definite play on this. This is very cool. It reminded me a lot of the a game we played with um, Mike Balzer a few weeks ago, uh, Jump Grid, which is mm-hmm. a lot about timing and moving between planes and figuring out when to do certain things. And you're encouraged to move quickly. And you uh, sometimes you really have to, but it really requires you to think a lot in advance and figure out exactly what your move's going to be while also being kind of twitchy with your hands. Um, except this time you're in a fucking circle and you have to play the piano to get out of it. Um, <laughs> Eric? Yeah, I'm also a play on this one. It's cool. It's um, It feels unique uh, while also feeling kind of like familiar in that way like it's almost like atari ish you know in, in some ways or like you're playing this platformer they did a really good job of um making each level feel unique and feeling like they were developing this sort of language of obstacles that you were playing uh and um yeah, and I didn't get dizzy playing it, which I think is a huge plus anytime you're playing a game. Yeah, oh, I get dizzy standing up and walking to the bathroom. So, <laughs> oh, no, it's bad. It's bad. We all have our struggles. <clears throat> Me with my genital fungus and Eric with his dizziness. Rachel's uh... memory. <laughs> Yeah, no, this game is cool. This game is is super fun. I'm a big fan. Um, I am a play on this game. This is cool and fun. I yeah, I think we're, we're three plays. If, if Triple plays. Triple plays. Triple plays. Um, okay, final game of the week was Interactive Portraits Trans People in Japan from Zoyander Street, an educational LGBT Pico 8 story-rich game. Description, Interactive Dialogues About Gender, Revolution, and Resilience. This is a series of works that came out of a residency carried out in early 2018 in Tokyo with the creator, Ikusi Project, which is supported by the Japanese Agency for Cultural Affairs. I adopted research techniques from ethnography and history, such as open-ended interviews and participation observa- participant observation, and developed a method of representing the results of this research in a playful and interactive form that draws heavily from familiar interaction design patterns, such as Tamagotchi-style virtual pet and role-playing game multiple-choice dialogue systems. So usually, I mean, aside from being a topic that I'm interested in and I want to learn more about, when I see an art game like this that is like both educational and artistic, I'm like, well, I bet I'll like this, but I bet I won't like really like it. I bet I'll just like what it's about and like give it a shot. But I was actually really enjoying interacting with the system that was built in here and having these conversations. Um, So this person, I think, did something kind of cool was made this thing that could feel kind of dense and exhausting, very approachable and very fun and, and interesting to, to learn more. Um, I had a really fun time with this. What did you guys think? Yeah. So it's, it is like a Tamagotchi and then, you know, aesthetically with then this sort of like um, interactive interview process, but very much in this sort of like, you know, kind of Pokemon dialogue sort of format. So I think that like initially I was like, oh, this is 
strange, right? Like, you know, like, I don't know, you know, I'm not, I'm not necessarily a, an authority person, but like, I'm like, you know, like if you're representing these people, specifically trans people as like Tamagotchis, like there might be weird, you know, kind of like identity, identity politics sort of stuff in that way. So I think like there's that initial kind of like, oh, this is strange. I don't know if this is like chill or not, but that aside, whether, you know, that kind of question aside where I'm like, I don't know. Um, I think that like having this form of kind of being able to, to, to do this interview style in this way is super cool, right? Like these dialogue trees of interviews and the interviews themselves are super rad. Like I thought yeah, that these interviews that more than cool. anything else, that's the way I was like afraid that I was like, this is important, but I'm bored when I'm playing this. And that was not the case at all. I was into it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. What'd you think, Rachel? Um, I literally, this is one of my favorite, most favorite things that I ever got to play hmm. for the show and period. Actually, to me, I feel, uh, what this game is to me, uh, goes over what games can mm. be. Mm -hmm. um, especially since you're getting a chance to view something that's very vulnerable in most societies. Um, and uh, I mean, to me, this is, it's one of the most touching and human games I've ever played. Mm, yeah. And um knowing that this is based off of real interviews i was very um cognizant um of the questions that i chose even even mm -hmm. though these these the the questions and answers are already mapped out what's said is already said and done i was still very um i was still with myself trying to be very delicate with mm -hmm. the questions that I asked. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Intimate, I think, is a really good word for it. Mm hmm Definitely. Definitely. And uh I <laughs> I, I just I just love this. I kind of want this project to expand and go mm -hmm. even further. Um I, I feel that. I don't mind them having somewhat of an anonymous visage mm. within the game because then your anyone's mind is an indirect judgment mm -hmm. of what they sure. say, how they sound, or whatever. You're you're really you're really thinking about their experience as like the as the words come to you. And, um, and the same with the, the person who, who's, who's interacting, you know, uh, um, people get self-conscious and, and approaching, uh, different types of people. And so I re I distinctly remember, um, one of the subjects being interviewed and saying, it's odd when people don't recognize me for who I am or mm -hmm. try to avoid 
recognizing me for who I am, try to avoid the subject of my transness, trying to avoid the subject of my gender, and and not really fully taking it into account. So they either ignore it all the way, or it's the complete uh, other direction of them being very, very uh, uh, crude in their way of approaching who they are. And so what the, what that what the what the interviewee was saying is that they want to be some type of normal where mm-hmm. n- uh they they're not getting the far ends of either reaction they're getting like this middle of like oh you're this person okay and what else is there <laughs> yeah know, like that and and I feel like that's what basically everyone is trying to strive for but um, I love this. I I love this as a way of exploring, uh, 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 the different degrees and angles and colors of gender. Yeah. Um, because it's more than just um, FTM or MTF. Um, it's more than just not having a gender it's a whole spectrum of things. It's a whole kaleidoscope of things. And people are just starting to wrap their heads around that. And so I, I, I simply love this game. Like yes. as soon as I started playing it, I was like tearing up. I was just like, this is really goddamn beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I wish more people knew about uh, someone using this as an approach to, to discussing these things. Because they're they're it's it's very sensitive information. Yeah. Um and uh um to have it in in such a, a way where people can um easily access it and 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 learn and interact with it, I think it's a very good thing. It was um so thoughtful. I I kept on thinking a lot of the times too about just like. In the idea of creating, because, you know, there's sometimes we critique games because we're like, no, there's not a lot of game in this sort of a thing, which to me is like, like, I think that can be like a very valid thing. And this, like, it really isn't intended to be that way, but I I was having fun as if I was playing a game. It's like this this weird thing of like the, the, the way the interaction was and also just how fun and entertaining the interviews were, even though... They a lot of them dealt with some pretty heavy stuff. I was learning a lot the whole time. For example, there, there's um one of the uh, the subjects was talking about uh, 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 I wouldn't even know how to describe it, but the, this this concept of like new half, which is not something I knew about, but it's it's basically people who identify. I could be wrong about this because I just was taking it from the interview, but people who identify as um, male but present as like hyper feminine but still male kind of a thing so very flamboyant uh, sort of a thing um and i didn't know anything about that and i went to do some research about it afterwards and there's not a lot of information out there hmm. so you're getting like this incredibly uh authentic uh inter- information from this game that i was not expecting i wasn't expecting to to have that kind of interaction with a, a piece of media like this there's also something about it too, with just the way it's structured reminds me of like old Apple games or something like that. So there's just like this familiarity with like the way it's structured and how you interact with it uh, that I really appreciated, uh, and it brought me in a certain kind of way that maybe um, 
something else would. It's just this really cool self-contained way to structure an interview. I, I absolutely loved it. Yeah. It's, I, it's, it feels like a, it feels like a theater piece, right? Like an interactive mm-hmm. theater piece of, and, and I think it makes sense as this, this, um, art project, right? Like you, you, you could see on the itch.io website that like you could play it on like a, like a game gear or switch looking thing, like, which I think wow. must've been a cool experience going into like an exhibit. And, yes. uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's neat. I was, I, I was really into the process, the being able to like explore I think I had a similar experience with you, Rachel, where it was like, I wanted to ask, you know, I, I like the questions that I wanted to ask and chose to ask, I, you know, was like, is this okay? Like, is this an okay question for me to write? Like, because I haven't, you know, it's, it's, it's strange and interesting, right? Because you're being put into this position of the, of the interviewer, right? And the interviewer and these subjects are going to have, a sort of agreed upon kind of conversation that they're that they're allowed to have, right? And and then I'm being kind of like interjected into this position where it's like these aren't questions I'm going to ask like a like a person at a party, right? Like I'm not going to be like, you know, what is this experience like? So it's interesting to to have that kind of mitigated for you and to see the kind of responses and and to explore i think um like the life of a person who is a theater director right who is a theater director who is trans in japan and right like the difficulties of running theater in like 2020 right like that is cool and fascinating right like it is yeah it's it's a this is such an interesting game Mm. yeah I would, uh, I, you know, it's, it's one of those things where I would just like encourage you. I mean, I think we're all going to be plays on this and I'd love to hear the specific reasons why it's sort of elaborated beyond this, but you know, it's just a really, it's very interesting and like important and thoughtful interviews and stories presented in like a really cool, interesting way. Uh, the, this artist, uh, Zoyander street also has, uh, early access for cis penance, transgender lives and uh, wait in the UK, a big collection of interactive portraits of trans people in the UK um, that you can play in the browser. So it, it looks similar to uh, this. So hopefully they're expanding and like trying to keep on building out, you know, this project a little bit more. Um, but I am a play on this. It's really cool, really interesting. And uh uh, it's i was having a lot of fun learning about it also um alicia one of them said that uh they just want to be like fat and like enjoy eating and take and sleep and i was like that's so related it's like yeah i don't want to you know I, I used to like struggle with identity and play with that and stuff like that now i just want to eat a lot and sleep and be comfortable you know i don't want to <laughs> do that, any of that other stuff anymore i was like that that rules <laughs> um uh eric what do you think yeah i i think I think this game is cool. I think it's it's interesting as a as an art project. I'm I'm always I think because I was a gender and women's studies major, like there's a little bit of like I have a critical theory kind of thing where I'm like, oh, I you know, 
I want to make sure that I appreciate this thing, but I, I think it's it's interesting, Alex, when you talk about like authenticity, that whenever you have these kind of mediated stories, that it that to not one hundred percent accept them as being this like truth to know that there is this this mediation that's kind of going on inside of them. And I think you're invited to to appreciate that while you're while you're playing that, right? Like this is not mm-hmm. I have not um there's something that happens in the intimacy of playing this where you feel like you've maybe had an experience that you actually have not had. And so I do want to appreciate that I have not had any of these experiences, right? Like I haven't actually had the experience of, of talking to any of these people, even though right now I kind of feel like I do. So I, you know, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. I don't, I don't, that's not to say that this, that's not to say that this is not a very, very cool project that is absolutely worth uh worth checking out but i just i just want to like check myself and my own kind of like privileges and appreciation of experiences like this right um very cool very awesome very exciting kind of project and i think also a very very cool counter argument to the apple lawyer bullshit that's like itch.io has all these porny games on it and it's like <laughs> you're not gonna find a game like this on the epic store in the same no, way right like no this way. is rad uh so i i'm absolutely a play on it rachel what's uh what are your final thoughts i'd love to hear what you have to say definitely a play for me i mean i can't i i don't know how do like i'm i'm still like i haven't even gotten through all of the interviews Mm -hmm. i'm gonna go back and i'm gonna like go through them thoroughly because to be able to be to be able to have this access to uh these people's experiences is golden this is golden access um because not everyone should have to be in the position to educate nor let you into whatever they're experiencing um and so i i feel that this is just a really beautiful thing to have for anyone who has any questions who has any doubts who just wants to know this is definitely one of the safe places that you can go into and say, Oh, this is how I can find out this because you know, what if you're like in the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. and some town and, and you don't have trans people in your town and you don't have any trans friends and you don't have any friends who are just any type of other type of people, like you don't know them, but you have access to this technology that lets you explore that. But with people who are in a different country, Mm. experiencing their own things and their own society about it, Mm. that's really interesting to have that, that, uh, uh, that access. So yes, play for me. Yeah. Awesome. Triple plays, all triple plays across the board. Triple play. 
unreal we had a good time yeah this i mean this is like what a what a cross-section of games like we got the full the full experience i think well and that's what i mean is like we got essentially a game jam game that completely delivers on its promise correctly we got an interesting platformer that like fucks with your head and then we got (laughs) like a piece of like art that like yeah rachel your point about like access is so right on it's like i i playing this game i was it just made me think about you know the, the like this is such a good way to help people understand just like the the in so many ways the lack of like hegemony of experience you know for both for for trans people and for like for straight people like some like your my perception is like a straight white dude is like so even though like so much of the world is like wired around me, like these people's experiences are so valid as well. And like, so different from what mine is. And then at the same time, you meet so many different trans people in Japan who also have incredibly different things to say, very different experiences and different opinions about like how they play with gender or how it's portrayed or, or or whatever it is. There's just like so much going on. So to understand as one of the people say, it's just the gradients of everything. Like I just haven't interacted some, with something that illustrates it so well while letting people speak for themselves, you know, like it's yeah. just cool. Yeah. That's a cool thing. It's very cool. Okay. Rachel, thank you so much for being our guest. What a, what a wonderful return to the bundle dome. <laughs> um, uh, where can folks find you online and, and what do you plug in? What can we plug for you? Okay, so, you know, if you want to know what I'm up to, the, the, the best place to see that is my Instagram. That's the Rachel F. Um, and if you want to know what's up with Conclusion, my band, you can go to our Instagram at lick this conclusion um and also want to give a quick shout out as to what i'm up to this weekend i'll be leading a workshop for uh the adult rock camp portion of rain city rock camp um i'll be leading a workshop called glamorama finding your inner rock deity and uh just wanted to let everyone know that uh, Rain City Rock Camp is an amazing nonprofit organization that empowers young women, girls, and uh, gender nonconforming uh, individuals um, through the power of music. Um, so if you're interested in knowing about their programs or even donating to them, you can go to raincityrockcamp.org. That sounds rad. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, a great episode of Bundle Buddies. Holy shit. Alex, I think you and I are getting really good at this. You know, after one like that, I wholeheartedly agree. Our guest next week is the amazing July Diaz. He's the host of a rival video game podcast called Inside Video Games and also an L.A.-based comedian podcaster, and he's just a really great guy. Super funny, super cool. We uh, played Test Tube Titans by Ghost Time Games, an action destruction physics wrestling kaiju game, Shipwreck from Brushfire Games and Nick Graveland, a 2D pixel art top-down adventure puzzle dungeon game, and Factory Hero from Rad Zone, a fast-paced rhythm puzzle work simulator with hand-drawn graphics. 
Like and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and leave us a review there, please. And track us down on the web at bundle underscore buddies on Twitter. I can't wait either, Eric. I am so stoked, Alex. I love you. I love you. And I think you're great. I think you're great, too. Um, let me and the best you. band in the world is, is Coldplay. <sighs>
Okay, a great episode of Bundle Buddies. Holy shit. Alex, I think you and I are getting really good at this. You know, after one like that, I wholeheartedly agree. Our guest next week is the amazing July Diaz. He's the host of a rival video game podcast called Inside Video Games and also an L.A.-based comedian podcaster, and he's just a really great guy. Super funny, super cool. We uh, played Test Tube Titans by Ghost Time Games, an action destruction physics wrestling kaiju game, Shipwreck from Brushfire Games and Nick Graveland, a 2D pixel art top-down adventure puzzle dungeon game, and Factory Hero from Rad Zone, a fast-paced rhythm puzzle work simulator with hand-drawn graphics. Like and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and leave us a review there, please. And track us on the web at bundle underscore buddies on Twitter. I can't wait either, Eric. I am so stoked, Alex. I love you. I love you, and I think you're great. I think you're great, too. Um... Let me and the best band in the world is, is Coldplay. Oh, yeah, yeah.